0: the dallas soccer show i'm dustin nation and joining me from the fetal position from his fc dallas withdrawal is jonathan roz what's happening jonathan i think
1: you called it out man two weeks without fc dallas is i mean it shouldn't be that long i don't know how i'm going to deal with the offseason but it did feel like a long two weeks uh at least last night we had some uh some fun MLS to watch uh, um, that turned out you know reasonably okay especially that uh uh the, the colorado la game but you know Overall, yeah. um, I, I think I think I'm ready for uh, I think I'm ready for Chicago on Saturday
0: Same same here. Yeah, some pretty decent results uh, for FC Dallas across the league. So that's that's good still in that top seven uh, with almost everybody having the same amount of games played so uh, definitely a good thing But on Saturday at 2:30 30 Central FC Dallas will be taking on the Chicago fire in the Brimstone Cup. So we thought we'd start off with a little bit of Brimstone Cup, not uh, some Brimstone Cup facts. So uh, you may or may not know that it was named the Brimstone Cup because the at its inception, the teams were called the Chicago Fire and the Dallas Burn. And both are fire related as is Brimstone. So uh, that is why it's called the Brimstone Cup. Um, the current holder is Dallas. And Dallas has won it ten times to Chicago's six in the official years. The, you, there are some unofficial tallies that you could go through and like retroactively apply, but officially, and that's what we we care about here. Uh, it's ten to six. There were two years along the road that there were no winners; they tied in points, and so the previous year's holder kept it. So if you count those years, it'd be twelve to six with Dallas holding both of those. Uh, holding the cup after both of those seasons so uh, real quick Jonathan got a quiz for you um,
1: awesome because I'm a huge a huge fan of the Brimstone Cup alright sarcastically.
0: <laughs> uh, according to fcdallas.com the top scorer in the series is an FC Dallas player which FC Dallas player is it
1: um, I'm going to go with uh, Kenny Cooper
0: ding 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 Seriously, Brimstone X. Cup connoisseur Jonathan Roz, folks.
1: <laughs> that was that, that was uh, some somewhat of a of a of a lucky guess. Just thinking about some of our our uh, big goal scorers over the years, but. Um, I did joke about it a little bit before the podcast started that uh, uh, I think brimstone started a bit before I, I I was really watching FC Dallas So I think for those people who who have been diehard for a long time, it means something to me um, I just I just want to win when it gets Chicago this weekend
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I know there's history and I know that there's a I guess we'll call it a legacy there and um, but if I feel like if you come in behind it, it's just just another game with a team that we don't ever play. And um, I know the fan, like the supporters groups, sort of get into it and everything. But um, I, I I also struggle to necessarily care about this as a cup competition or a rivalry. I think there are, are other rivalries that are a lot more uh, exciting to me. But be that as it may, we will be playing Chicago, and there will be a cup on the line. So Jonathan, why don't you start us off with some stats, stories, and players from the Chicago side in this match buildup show?
1: So Dustin, the the biggest story from a Chicago perspective is not really related to, to the game, but more what's going on with the club. So the earlier this year, uh, we saw an announcement that the Chicago Fire was looking to move away from their current stadium uh, into yeah, Back into Chicago. Um, so they currently play in Seat, Ge- Seat Geek Stadium, uh, which is out in the burbs. Um, mm-hmm. the, just yesterday, they actually got uh, a sign off from, I believe it was the city council within Chicago, to continue with the negotiations with the plan of starting to play there in Soldier Field um, next year. Uh, so it be interesting. It'll be another, another team. At, Moving out of a MLS specific, or sorry, a soccer specific stadium, into a football stadium to try to get closer to the fans, uh, I think it's it's somewhat interesting from an FC Dallas perspective. Um, you know, to maybe watch from afar. Not to say that uh, they're in the quite the same situation, but I know many people always talk about you know stadium situations with FC Dallas being out in the burbs, uh, the Frisco or the, Con- the the Collin County, Denton County area. I think is significantly bigger uh, and more built out. But I think the uh, you could do some correlation back to it just be interesting to kind of watch and see uh, to see if if, if it's really going to make a difference in uh in fan turnout
0: yeah I, it will be interesting uh, i have some i have some thoughts and some predictions but i'm going to keep those to myself uh for yeah. now
1: <laughs> yeah but the sh- chicago pay they uh, they paid sixty five million to get out of that contract. So just thinking about that, there's there's no way that you know, we'd ever do that. No, uh, here, here here in in for, in, uh, for FC Dallas, and I, and I don't think it would make a lot of sense. Yeah, especially Looking,
0: after the Hall of Fame investment. Yeah, hundred million dollars.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and an extension with um, the 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 city is part of that, right? There's an additional bond and an extension. I can't remember what the. I think it was at least ten more years um, to help fund that. So. Mm-hmm. um it, it is it is probably the most interesting storyline of uh, chicago is still in in the playoff hunt they're currently sitting outside of the playoffs uh but they're only off by a few points the the bottom of the east is close um s- similar to what we're seeing in the west uh some of the key the key stat for me uh is is right now uh from a home match perspective uh the chicago is seven two and six including a 2-0 win uh, playing shorthanded they got a they got a red card um, against Philadelphia in their last home game still won 2-0 um, and my player to watch is really that person who scored those two goals so Nikolic um, who interesting enough you know came from the same Polish league that uh, you know our, 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 our you know fan favorite uh, Cobra came from uh, he when he moved to to mls 2017 golden boot winner really lit things up last year was not as strong he only has 11 goals this uh this season but why i think it's really interesting to watch him is it's it's more about how he's been playing recently so uh in the month of august he's got five goals um and interesting enough those five goals came off of five shots so it's it's one of those things that you know we've we got to be careful and not clinical. give him any space. Yeah, very, very, very clinical. I felt like it's, you had something to say there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, it's funny when you say he only has 11 goals. <laughs> wow. how, how much would FC Dallas, uh, FC Dallas fans give in order to be able to say one of our players only has 11 goals?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> it, 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 that, that is interesting, right? Because it's when you go back and you look at you know his 2017 year, which I think was – lower 20s 22 23 something like that i don't remember the exact number but um he he, maybe maybe 11 is not that great but yes i would would agree (laughs) uh we would be we would be more than happy um to have that problem so uh you know that's that's chicago um what are some of the key things you're looking at from an fc dallas perspective this weekend
0: Right, so FC Dallas, there's one stat that is just looking at over the past three matches that really just kind of stood out to me, and that's uh, plus nine, and that pl- plus nine is in the goal differential since the 59th minute of the Montreal m- match. Uh, that would be 10 to 10 goals, four and one goal against from in open play, and 11 and two overall. So FC Dallas has really been on a scoring tear. It it's refreshing to see. It's exciting to see. It's also been against some opponents that may not be the strongest ones in the league um you know cincinnati obviously not a a team that's really doing much of anything uh besides losing so you know it'll be interesting to see whether that stat and that um that shall we say it momentum goal scoring momentum carries over into this game against chicago as far as storylines go for sc dallas um is also a nine so Two nines if you will uh nine first team players coming back from the national team duty that would be brian acosta reggie cannon jesse gonzalez paxton Pomacall, thomas roberts edwin surio jesus ferreira brandon Cervania, and ricardo pepe so all those players will be coming back in some point throughout the week not all of them played i know um you know, and some played more than others, but the, all of them have come out, come back at some point in the week, and we'll have to be reintegrated in the squad, and we'll have to see um, how and what that looks like on Saturday afternoon in Chicago um, to see if if we're gonna, and we'll talk about it here with our predictions coming up. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how those players get reintegrated and who's who's up for the match and everything. As far as players to watch, I'm gonna go with Jesus Ferreira. He didn't see any playing time over the week, over the week or off. Uh, he, I think he traveled with the under-20 or under-23 team, but due to, due to some paperwork reasons, um, he wasn't able to get on the field and get that cap, if you will. Uh, so he'll be hungry. I think he's he's been hungry. He's been uh, on a good run of form, made some great passes, been really trying to make that, I guess we'll call it the, the 10 roll his, his own, that uh, behind the behind the striker, roll his own. And uh, I look to see him can try to continue that and have a good game against Chicago. All right. All right.
1: So let's get into the lineups. So. Hey, let's,
0: let's do it. All right. So again, uh, we'll, we'll do kind of the same formula as we did in the last match buildup, where we will talk about what the previous lineup was, and then um, kind of see where changes might happen so a goalie was Jesse Gonzalez. He was out on international duty um, with some of his compadres. And on, so we'll have to see if if he is also going, if we, if we predict him to come back in the lineup. Defense, we had Reggie Cannon, Matt Hedges, Reto Ziegler, and Ryan Hollingshead. In the midfield, it was Brian Acosta, Brandon Servania, and Jesus Ferreira. And in the front was Michael Barrios, Zinnik Andresic, and Baji, Dominic Baji, as the, t- the front three. Jonathan, do you see any changes co- going into this match?
1: Um, well, I'll start with the. Uh, well, we know that there's going to be one change, and that's uh, Acosta is on yellow card accumulation, so he's unavailable to play in this match. So we know at least that one will change. Um, I'm going to start with the back line. So the, one of the, one of the things that I do think we have to contemplate, uh, would be Canon did come back late in the week. Um, he did get two strong, uh, two, two strong games with the men's national team. Um, so you, th- there could be a question mark on whether or not you throw him out, uh, or if you would perhaps use Brisson in that's in that space. Um, Based on prior experience with Reggie Cannon, uh, I feel like uh, Reggie, you know, maybe shows up practice with a bat, baseball bat and says, "Coach, you better play me." <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not quite, but uh, I, d- despite the fact that Reggie uh, has got a lot of miles over the last week, um, I, I still think he will, he will, he will play uh, in the midfield. Really it's it's contemplating what do you want to do. So um, Acosta's out. I think uh, Jesus and Cervania are both locks to continue in the midfield. So the question is, do you shift them back a little bit and insert Paxton um, as you know, your 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 ten or your second eight or you know, however you want to line it up? or do you keep the same formation that you had before uh, and pull in more of a six to replace acosta and that would either be um, edwin cerillo or hayes Mm -hmm. Uh, from my perspective uh, as much as i want to see paxton start in the midfield again um and it's not like he got a ton of minutes while he was gone so i'm sure he's also going to be excited to get back i i'm not i'm not going to change the formation after you, after are winning, um, you know, handily for the last couple of games. So I'm going to say that the change in the midfield is um, Edwin Cirillo for um, for Acosta. Um, and then up 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 front, uh, I'll make it easy for you. Uh, no, no no changes. I think the um, the Baji and Mikey Mikey um, trio will continue to start. Uh, but before you go, I have a quick question for you, sure. Justin. You, have you heard anything uh, um, on on Santi? I think I saw something saying he was practicing. Have you heard anything um, from any sources around how he's looked?
0: I have not. I did see photos. It did look like he traveled with the team. I think. Uh, maybe I was just flipping through uh, social media and just kind of saw it. So um, I think that I saw that. I'm not certain. I haven't heard anything. About how he's looked coming off the injury and what his recovery is like. I know he just had a kid, um, like Monday or Tuesday of this week. So congratulations, Santi. Um, He joins uh, Matt Hedges as a as a new dad. So, and and goal groundskeeper Alan Reed as well. So, who which you can look back in our um, our catalog and you can hear how he keeps toyota stadia looking and feeling fresh for the for the fans and the players if you'd like plug there um anyways um santi i haven't heard i'm gonna guess that he if he comes in at all he'll be in as a sub uh, if he did in fact travel um so.
1: Yeah, I, I would, from what I've seen, the, the, the bit I have seen around practice, unfortunately I didn't get a chance to get out there this week, I was hoping to, but the the bit I did see about practice, it did sound like he was practicing pretty much full on, so I'm assuming he's coming off the, maybe not fully off the, the injury list, but I don't expect he'll be questionable. So, yeah. what are you thinking, man? Uh, are you going to change things different than I am, or are you going to stick with the same, obviously, other than Acosta?
0: Yeah, the, the, the Reggie Cannon call about him playing I completely agree with he's a machine he'll be there if he's if he has legs that are attached to his torso uh, and they move back and forth then he'll be on the field Um, I don't I mean the guy played all but like two minutes of last year I think that a couple extra games in the the span of two weeks isn't going to keep him off the field Um, the midfield's interesting because there's no Brian Acosta he's been playing that six role um, and as you said we, the choice is bring Paxton in who didn't really play a whole lot against for the men's national team but did go on on up to the camp and he got did get on the field I don't think I see Paxton playing this game as a starter, I think I see him coming in around the 60th minute or so, uh, depending on how things are going, but in that spot uh, you got to remember that Ja'Cory Hayes did play for North Texas SC on Tuesday night so I think I would put uh, Edwin Serio in there as that six and keep that that um, traditional 10, 6, 8 look and feel when we have the ball that Lucci has been talking about. So, And then as far as the front goes, I, I'm with you, no changes. So um, the only change that I see from Cincinnati would be Serio getting in as the six for Brian Acosta. So... Um, with those with that lineup and with your new knowledge of Chicago having researched them for this show uh, Jonathan do you have a do you have a score prediction for this match?
1: I do have a score prediction. I'm being optimistic. I, okay. I think that FC Dallas Goes in on a it's not quite a must-win game, but I, I think that you know, we've we've got to get at least Two home wins and then get some points away. Chicago's probably our easiest away game Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 FC Dallas with the man of the match Michael Barrios
0: That is a a solid shout Uh, Barrios He's been racking up those man of the matches So um, I also am going to go optimistic here. Uh, I think on our last show with Armand we did predictions and I did predict this one being a winner so I can't really go back on it now uh, so, <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with a three-two uh, FC Dallas win, keeping that that offense rolling against a team that's you know mediocre-ish in in the East. So uh, I've, I've got goals by Cobra Jesus and Reto Ziegler with a penalty. So the, super specific. If that happens, I'm. I don't know. I might have to just. Go start, I'll, I'll buy you a beer. Or something. Yeah, I might have to start betting on the games or something. Um, but yeah, I, and I think uh, man of the match. It's either going to be Barrios or Jesus Ferreira. So. All right. Uh, I,
1: the, and, 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 and I mean, I'd be I'd be excited to see that. Obviously, we won't we won't get a chance to to do a preview show for the Seattle game or sorry, a match build up show. Um, I, I mentioned this, uh, you know, b- beforehand uh, before we started recording. I'm I'm excited because I'll be uh, in Seattle for that game. Uh, even though we don't often uh, do very well, uh, FC Dallas in Seattle. Uh, I'll be on um, on Twitter taking some pictures and uh, hopefully, you know, uh, not sulking back to Dallas after the game. Um, but you know, I, I think uh, re- really really good calls. Um, I. I I think we do have a good chance i'm i'm with you justin i like the i like the 3-2 prediction you know the one goal one goal win i I think it's you know it it actually unlike you know a month ago it actually feels like it's a possibility
0: yeah the goals are flowing let's keep them going all right thank you so much for listening to the show everybody and uh, you can catch us online dallassoccershow.com or on on twitter as dallas soccer show at dallas soccer show jonathan ross is at jonathan roz 12 on twitter as well so uh check him out give us all a follow and a shout out there let us know what you think the prediction will be and if if we, where we got things wrong so all right thanks for listening have a good one